Hi, everyone. Uh, welcome back. Happy New Year. Um, I'm joined by Alex Kuzli, our strategist, and myself, Daniel Chu, a portfolio manager for the multi-asset team. Today, we're going to be covering the quarterly update. Um, so it, it, it's uh, Q4 2022. Give you an update on what's happened, a market outlook for 2023, and talk about performance as well as positioning. So um, let's start with Alex. Sure. Thanks, Dan. So Q4 was essentially a reverse of what we'd seen earlier in the year. So we saw equity markets improving, the US dollar declining, uh, and interest rates coming down a little bit as well. Uh, the main reason for this, there was kind of a couple of push and pull uh, influences within the market. So the first thing to notice is that we are seeing signs that inflation is coming down. So we saw inflation misses in the United States. We saw inflation misses in Europe. We also saw some inflation misses in Australia um, through Q4. But that that was the good news. The sort of news that was holding back a little bit of optimism was that the Federal Reserve and other central banks outside of the Reserve Bank of Australia were pushing pretty hard and saying that they weren't finished with raising interest rates. The RBA here in Australia were the first to, to basically... Um, take a step back from interest rate hikes uh, in terms of going from 50 to 25 and, and increasingly cautioning that they're getting more concerned about how the economy is going to handle higher interest rates. And we remain at the view firmly that Australia is going to be seeing a much less aggressive interest rate profile through 2023 compared to other countries. We've re released our global market outlook for 2023. Uh, called from darkness to dawn. And our, our house view right now is that recession risk is elevated for Europe, for the United States, for the United Kingdom. It is less elevated for countries like China and Australia. Uh, but what we think is that the first six months is going to be quite volatile. And then as we get through the first half of the year and going to the second half of the year, we're going to be entering the territory in which central banks start to cut interest rates in the face of that recession. And that should be a, generally a better environment for, for equity markets and for risk assets in general. And so in the first half is going to be a volatile period. And then the second half is starting to shape up a little bit nicer. So. Yeah. Um, so it's been a very interesting last six months, really. Our view has been uh, vindicated. It's about sticking to st strategic asset allocation, sticking with the positions that we believe in. So that's equities and credit over the long term, but also conscious of the volatility that um, has transpired and what we expect going forward. So let me talk about performance for the quarter. So we saw a very strong rebound in equities. So that's um, that's 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 meant that the managed portfolios are up with quite a healthy return. Um, and hopefully you see those um, shortly. But in terms of performance relative to um, to the peer group or, or the broader universe that we look at, we've seen outperformance. And the key drivers for this is, again, those strategic weights towards equities and credit. We've also seen good stock selection within global equities in particular. Our managers have been um, finding opportunities during this turmoil to really um, outperform. And managers such as Numeric, Joe Hamburg, um, they've done very well. Where we have been underweight has been in the large cap tech sector, especially in US equities. And those have seen headwinds as well. So let me talk about positioning going forward. So as Alex said before, this, um, this, this discussion that we're having now is about um, darkness to dawn. So the, the game plan is to stick towards our strategic asset allocation and wait for the opportunities to add more risk if there is um, if there is higher volatility as we do expect. So what's happening right now is that every single inflation print that's coming out of the US is getting scrutinized. We're seeing a lot of volatility around that. And so if there is an opportunity to add to risk, we, we stand ready to add high yield debt and equities just like we did in 2020, same game plan, same process, consistent, and keep that consistent. 
Uh, my last update for you is that we did trade in early January. So in the managed portfolios that have direct shares and ETFs, we have updated the um, direct share portfolio. Um, one of the key things that we've done is based on our annual research, we have updated our factor scores. We have increased the weights um, of the low vol and quality and downgraded the weights for value and momentum. This has meant that the manage uh, the direct portfolio has changed slightly. So we have um, traded there and you'll see that in the trade note shortly. And lastly, we have trimmed our value exposure within global equities. I mentioned that um, US tech stocks have been uh, down quite a bit. So the NASDAQ as a proxy of that has underperformed. Um, what we think is that the value uh, factor will continue to do well, but the magnitude of our performance and the pace of our performance will probably slow down. And so we have trimmed it there. So in summary, updated the direct share portfolio, trimmed the value factor, not massive changes per se, uh, but in asset allocation space, just waiting patiently um, for that opportunity to add risk. Um, but if we do see a rally in the short term, we, we, we will benefit from the strategic overweight to equities and credit. So thank you very much um, and look forward to talking to you more.